Hello and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 351 for patch 7.2. We are a podcast about the world of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 351 of HearthCast, we have those awkward moments in WoW. We've all had them. There's a new game in Azeroth that we're going to introduce all of you guys to. And Root's report, the Hearthstone Edition. A huge thank you to all of you who continue to support HearthCast either directly through Patreon using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon or simply by listening to the show. A big flash hug to all of you. So hey there, Freckleface. Hey there, Root. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Been playing a lot of HOTS. HOTS? Yeah. Oh, it, with all the rewards. Yeah. yeah. It, not not just the uh, the Nexus Challenge. Been getting that done and then some. And then some. And okay. And then some. The brawl was really fun this week. It was uh, Novas versus Novas. Oh, neat. And um, the Q, her sniper shot, was an insta-kill. Oh. They... So it had these very fast-paced matches where you would come out of stealth and hit someone and someone hits you immediately. Didn't they do it's that just... in the Christmas time, too, with snowballs, though? It was like the same thing with snowballs. I, I don't know. I've only done a few brawls. More than I've done, so. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah, I got a box out of that. Um, in Quick Match and AI, I've been playing uh, Gul'dan. I think I'm getting his rhythm. He's pretty fun. You have to life tap and then drain life. So, in other words, he's you know gets high in health, then he's got to drain his health to get mana, then he's got to drain to get health again. Then when he loses mana, it's just this weird cycle. But I yeah, think you got the rhythm down. I've played him a couple times. He's fun, and then I forget how to play him, and then I die. How similar does he feel to playing a warlock? Not at all. Not well, at I mean, all. a tad, but not a lot. Because I know playing Valera is pretty similar in feel to how I play uh, my Subtlety Rogue. Mm. I mean, there's a little bit with the life tapping and the draining of life. It's a little bit in there. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Okay. I picked up playing Uther. I had not played him for a few months. He's a healer? Wild. He is a healer, but he can also be more of a ret pally depending on which talents you pick. Like, he does a stun... And he does these abilities that do combination healing and damage. And depending on what talents you pick, you can make him say does a little bit more damage. Okay. Uh, but I was having a lot of fun stunning things. I tried playing Sam Rogue because he's uh, free to play this week. And I just cannot get the gist of him. No? He's the one where you always see three of him. Three. Yeah. I guess I haven't really paid that much of attention. So I kind of wanted to see, okay, what what is that ability about? And it's one of his main abilities where he splits into three. But to your opponents, you just look like they're all the same. So he's very frustrating to play against. And then when I tried hmm. to play him, I was very squishy. Just kept dying. I need but, to play more AI. Or practice matches yeah, or whatever they call right. them. Yeah, yeah. need to do more of that. But I got him to three and I, I don't think I'm going to get him up any higher. I think I'm kind of done. At least right. for now. Okay. And we had the emissary challenge this past week was to uh, complete four mythics. Correct. Four myth dungeons in WoW. 
So got all four of those done. A couple of them, I actually started the group, which I was a little bit concerned about. Yeah, that's stepping out for you. I won't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, use the uh, the custom group finder. It's an interesting little tool there. Hmm. Some of them went smoothly. Some of them didn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, you were with me for some of those. Yeah. We had some uh, tank issues on think, a couple of them. I think the ones I was with you were the ones that didn't go smoothly. No, not really. Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, because one of the tanks, um, when something that dropped for me, he wanted it. So I'm like, okay, well, I tried to trade it to him, and, he, and it wouldn't let me. And it was still, like, five minutes later, he's still asking about it. Like, well, why can't you trade? It says, I can't. Yeah, but why can't you? It says, <laughs> I can't. I don't know what else to tell you, dude. I couldn't figure out why I couldn't trade this to him, because the error message I got said, this is only eligible for players who were eligible for loot. I'm thinking, well, he was here in the fight with this. But he'd also complained about not getting any artifact power. Yeah, he said nothing was dropping at all for him. So I think he had already done that this dungeon the past week. Yeah, he just probably forgot about it. I forgot about it because if you're running it for the first time, you'd at least get artifact power every boss. Something, yep, you're going to get so something. He was running it again. I think he might have thought, well, I can just keep running it, keep getting more loot. Um, there's also a language barrier issue. Yeah, they were both speaking Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> There's a healer in the tank, and they ended up leaving us, but that's okay. Were well, you supposed to translate? I did. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't tell them exactly. <laughs> they they were like, why can't we loot? And I said, because the Americans hate you. But That's, that's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a good ambassador. Well, I didn't actually use those words. They were probably little words. So. Oh, thanks. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Team yeah. America. <laughs> that was Vault of Wardens. That one got kind of complicated, especially at the end when we kept wiping a few times and then the uh, the tank decided to leave and then the healer decided to leave. Well, they were buddies. Yeah. Same server, same language, probably the same guild. I didn't bother to check. So I had to repost the group. But when I put their warlock summon, because I posted the group and we were sitting there for a few minutes without any takers. And then I said, last boss warlock summon. Got that filled immediately. Filled immediately, yeah. Right. I right. mean, that is a quick cue for people right there. Yeah. So we got that one done. Later on in the week, you and I did uh, Kara for the first time. It was Woo! very exciting. Man, that was exciting. Not as exciting as I thought it would be, but it was still pretty exciting. I thought it was pretty neat. My only issue was I really wanted to watch the cutscenes. Yeah, I can't do that on a time mythic run. Well, and apparently you can't even do it on Heroic. When he did that, we did the Heroic later as well, and yeah. the tank was running off without us. Ah, tank. I wish they would reconsider putting cutscenes in the middle of a dungeon. Because I don't think they understand there is one camp of people who is just going through the dungeon as fast as possible, or even the game itself, you know, they want to do quests as fast as possible and all that other stuff. There's another camp of people who want to sit back and enjoy and read things and... Figure out the lore, and when you put these things in a dungeon, now you're forced to choose. I think the answer to that, uh, just not to get too far off topic, but if they had a UI element that had who was still watching the cutscene. Even with that, I don't think that's going to help anything because people just get mad at you for watching the cutscene. Yeah, but at least you wouldn't run off and pull a boss without you there. They would do that anyways, because if they can't just look at my character and see that they're standing still in one place. They're not going to do that. They're running. They ain't looking yeah, back at then you. they're not going to look at the UI and see, them, or, and see that I'm watching a cutscene. They, they might, but you never know. I'm just saying, like, hearing voices 
that doesn't interfere with your gameplay. You know, like some dialogue happens over the side and you can either pay attention to right, it or not. Yep. That's a little different than your whole screen being taken over and you have to hit escape and you have to wonder, like, I don't know what's going on in my game because now I can't see chat. Mm-hmm. It's just stressful. I don't like it. But yeah, that uh, the one timed mythic that we did, we uh, joined a, a we joined a group for uh, plus two Kara, lower Kara, and it was so funny. Like uh, before we even went in, I was like, "Hey, it's my first time." Healer leaves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not in a mythic, just here. <laughs> yeah. Which apparently was the worst answer because they said your first mythic plus your first time in Kara. I was like, first time in Kara. Bye. Bye. <laughs> nope. Done like, out of there. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what, though, we finished that timer with forty-five seconds to spare. <laughs> well, that's because we had a little bit of a wipe at the last time, but, but we had the, two wipes. Well, it, yeah, it's just because we pulled too much. It was nothing but we pulled too much trash. That was all it was. Just thought we could handle yeah, just a right. little more than we could handle. But I mean, that was a fun. I mean, it was it added a layer of excitement to it when that with the timer going down. It's like, oh come on, let's get back in. And I'm not running fast. I'm like, oh, I wish I had aspects of something. <laughs> I wish I ran fast like Freckleface. I I promise She's you. She's like the wind. She, yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I run slower than everybody. I don't run slower than everybody. I do. No. I do. Do Freckleface. You just don't have a buff. Yeah, I'm about to get something. It's going to harken back to the days of EverQuest when you had like uh, your corpse gear, your corpse recovery <laughs> gear. I'm going to have like like an extra pair of pants in my loot that I can change into when I'm running back to after a wipe. What? I'll get something, I'll like put a bunch of speed boosts on it, and I'll swap into that as a gear oh, set. Oh, okay. <laughs> then I'll get back and swap back into my normal gear. Okay, okay, we can fight now. I took my oh, fast you, no, pants you, off. No, you would just keep your fast pants on, and then, <laughs> like, why are you not doing any DPS? <laughs> but look how fast I'm running. <laughs> I have the wrong pants. <laughs> look, this will just be more complication for you. I'm trying to save you from that. It's the best excuse ever. <laughs> I'm on the wrong pants. I'm going to try that one, like, at work or at home. <laughs> Why did you take the trash out again on the wrong pants? What? That's legit, though. Like, I have pants that I would definitely not wear outside. <laughs> yeah, the poop ones from Squinty. <laughs> right? Those, those are my Walmart pants. <laughs> you can wear those at Walmart yeah. and that's it? <laughs> and the DMV, apparently. I was there today. I seen some stuff, Freck. <laughs> uh, well, pants aside, Root, uh, how was your week? I had a pretty decent week, actually. I actually played a lot of Hearthstone, which we will talk about later, but I made good of my promise, and we'll talk about that. I've been farming a good deal of ancient mana crystals and gems, and I have a feeling that people are just kind of either completely skipping Suramar or trying to just burn their way through it as fast as possible, so they're trying to max out on crystals as as fast as they can, because the price for crystals and gems for ancient mana is skyrocketed. It's double to triple. So that's really good to be in right now. And I've got a good normal routine of getting on, running around. I kind of do a uh, clockwise pattern on the islands, the Broken Shores. I do all the world quests that are there and the elite bosses when I come across them. Actually, almost soloed one. It was me and a, and a demon hunter, a lion's demon hunter at that. And uh, we both took down, a, it's the big, uh, the big basilisk boss that's down there, the elite. Uh, me and a, the DH took him down. That was fun. It took a while, but we got it done. Did you mine him afterwards? I am not a miner, so no. Oh. no. I keep forgetting. Weren't you a miner for a long <laughs> yes, time? Yes, for the longest time. And I gave it up in uh, uh, Wad and have not gone back. Well, that's good. I feel less guilty about 
taking all the mining nodes when we quest together. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. I ran the uh, high mountain invasion scenario, and that's, that was a cool one. Uh, pretty much almost the same as my last one. It just it was a little slightly different here and there. I think all I've got to do now is Stormheim. And like every time I see that Stormheim is being invaded, I'm nowhere near a computer. I don't know if I like that being in the uh, the app or not, the, the companion app. Well, here's what would have driven you nuts. Originally, doing the invasion in each of the zones was a requirement for flying. Yeah, I remember that. So yeah. can imagine like if you had <laughs> to do the Stormwind invasion. Then it would really bother then, me. Yeah, I'd be really upset. I believe I mentioned last week that I had gotten my last order hall trait done, the one that doubles, or has a chance rather, of doubling the amount of artifact power I receive. And that happens when you cash in or you click on the tokens that you get that are in your bags. No matter what it is that grants you the artifact power, you click on it and it cashes it in. And this last order hall trait, you have a chance on it doubling. And it doesn't happen every time, but what it has led me to do is really look forward because before I was just clicking on them to get them out of my inventory. I don't want them in my bags. I need, to, I need the artifact powers. So I just click, 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 go, go, go. Now I kind of click. I look at it like, okay, this one's going to grant 2.4 million. And I click on it to see if it didn't give me 4.8 million. So it's a little bit so of a lottery. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. fun. Right. I'm sure that will wear off soon, but it's fun now. I don't know. I'm actually still saving up for that trait. I have about half 7,000 resources. Yeah, it takes yeah. a lot. Now, as I mentioned, I just went and you know traded in all my bloods for it. So I don't want to do that. I know. You can't. You're no. an engineer. Now, you mentioned we ran a lower Mythic Kara, but we kind of finished up by running both upper and lower again on heroic mode using the Dungeon Finder. And that went all right, except we had another tank that didn't really understand um, how to wait on people. No, and the our problem with that is that you were getting attacked by a mob that the tank had missed. So you stopped to fight it because it was rooting you. Yes. So you weren't going to make the boss. So nope. He'd already yeah. pulled the boss. I, and... I ran back and helped you fight it. And then the healer ran back too. So we got it done. Went back to the boss and got it done. No, we wiped. <laughs> we no, wiped. I don't think we did that time. We wiped on that oh, boss. We? Yeah. And that's when we started telling the healer, dude, what do, why are you pulling? He's like, why aren't you guys keeping up? And that's when the healer said, because we have to fight the things that you were running by. Right. <laughs> you know, and even after that, we had the same issue again where... Uh, we beat a boss, they heard a cutscene, and I had to watch it because I'm like, this is heroic. I'm not going to be able to watch this in Mythic. I'm going to watch this now. Get back to it. So now when I run through, I pick up some mobs that the tank didn't get. Okay, I'm going to be the tank in this scenario. So you say what you said. I'm going to say what the tank said. I forgot what I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll play I both parts. <laughs> okay, here goes the tank. What's taking you so long? Here goes Frank. I'm fighting. Stop fighting. Then what? <laughs> you know? I mean, look, if you're in a world, if you're outside in the world, yeah, you can run away and eventually the mobs will tether back to their, their path. Yeah, not in a dungeon or a raid. That does not work in a dungeon. Nope. They're going to follow you wherever you go. You could have feigned death. If I had feigned death, they would have just latched onto you. Yeah, probably We so. were together. And, you know, like, like we're talking about, you know, the stuns, the roots, the whatever you don't get that in check, then it's just going to cause a wipe, especially if you have a boss and all of a sudden this like, group of moms come in. Yeah. I'm like, so I just don't think this guy knew how to tank or like realize it's your responsibility to tank all of the mobs, not just the boss. 
Yeah, there's a little bit of group awareness that he was lacking. Yes. Now, I will say this on that that run. What was really fun about that is you have a tendency now to reward our group with Blingtron. I am the Blingtron fairy. Yes, you yes. are. <laughs> but when we were done, I mean, I was right because we were doing the boss fight. And I'm like, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have some choice words for this tank. <laughs> and as soon as loot dropped and the boss was dead, he was gone. He did not stick around for anything. He still could have had some choice words. But, you know, well, I, at that point in time, I'm not going to go yeah. find him. him. No, I'm not going to do that. And you're, you're like, okay, now the tank's gone. Hey, everybody, have Blinktron. <laughs> <laughs> Am I a little bit passive aggressive there? Just a tad. Just a tad. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. You know, when I said I hadn't run uh, Kara before yeah. and, and the healer left? Yeah. It, it was really awkward. <laughs> How did that make you feel? <laughs> I felt very embarrassed. <laughs> like, oh, I made the, I made the healer leave? Is everyone else going to leave? Am I that terrible? Should I have not said, have said anything? Yeah, there was a, a day that uh, we were running uh, something. We were running a, a, an LFR or a dungeon or something. And uh, I was taking some damage, and this is when you were playing your, your head. You have a pally, right? You have uh, a pally. I, I had a pally. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Freck, Freck, why aren't you healing me? And you said, well, um, I'm not in your group, and I'm a hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Which are, you know, admittedly both very good reasons why you weren't <laughs> healing me. <laughs> yeah, we were on voice chat, and you had gone into a, um, a group with the guildies. Yeah, and I thought I thought 100% you were there with I, me. No, I was loving up what was new at the time, my Goblin Hunter. <laughs> yeah. You got mad at me. I did. Face. I'm like, why, why you... are you healing me? <laughs> I did. Because <laughs> I'm not in your group. <laughs> and I'm a hunter. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> well, guess you get to pass. <laughs> but that led us to ask that question about awkward moments in the world of Warcraft. We've all had them. So we asked online for people to share some of their awkward moments, and we've kind of grouped them together. We want to share some of them with you. Like those oops moments, where you accidentally res yourself after a wipe instead of waiting for you know the priest to res the whole group, and now the whole group's got to wait on you to make that long run back. You know what? I think the whole resing is awkward anyways. As far as knowing when to res yourself and when to wait for a res. Because sometimes people get mad at you if you don't release. I think the rule of thumb on that is if it's trash, release. Run back. If it's not trash, wait and get rezzed. You ever been like sitting on the cliff looking at the map going, okay, I need to go over here and do this and do that. And then you close your map and you start to go, go off the cliff. And then you realize that you're not on a flying mount. And you're going to your death at that point in time. <laughs> I'll tell you where I've done that before. It's very similar. It's when I've gone back, when we're in an expansion where we do not have flying as of yet. So I have my ground mounts are all macroed. And I'll go back to Mop, Mr. Pandaria, and I'll go around looking for the, uh, the, the, the jade guys to drop the mounts. The war scouts or yeah, war Yeah, the war bringers, right, yeah. right? And I'll go to them, and I'll wait around for a little bit. I'm like, okay, well, let me go on to the next one. And then I'll use my macro to mount up, thinking I'm on a flying mount because I flew to get there. 
and then forget. And I use my macro and my horse jumps up again on a mount and I run right off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. 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 What about misclicks? Frank, you ever misclick on something? And all of a sudden, uh, you know, two minutes into trash, there's a bloodlust. Um, I haven't done that, but someone did that in our group. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. They're like, oops, misclick. Bloodlust on a trash? This is Nighthold Raid Finder. Someone's like, WTF? <laughs> misclick. And then we didn't have it for the boss. No, we didn't. No. Because I asked you, I'm like, are we going to lush? You're like, nope, that guy lost him on trash. I'm like, yeah. When's the last time you accidentally dismounted midair? You know, now that I have my um, key binding set up on my mouse correctly, I, I don't because I have it. I have it and I have to like stretch out my thumb to, to <laughs> mount and dismount. It's a chore. Yeah. So I'm not going to do it accidentally. Yeah. Um, it's been a while for me. Mm-hmm. I can remember the very first time it happened to me. A, a guy, when, when I first figured out how to, how to fly, uh, I was in Shatrath and he brought me like way up into the sky with him. He's like, come here, come here. I'm like, okay. He's all the way up here. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. He goes, now, cast a spell. And I did. And that auto dismounted me. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Oh, go for it. <laughs> now, you are getting your keybinds now all done with your mouse and your, your keyboard and everything else. There's going to come a time, Frack, when you're going to forget what they were. Especially when you start playing other games and you start, you know, having different things keybound to different things. So your button on your mouse might mount you up in World of Warcraft, but it might not mount you up in, like, HOTS. No, I use the same button for both of those. Very smart. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't, and then they get confused, and they go to mount up, and they're not mounting. So one thing that we heard, and I'm glad I'm not the only one who does this, but sometimes if you go to delete something, as in you, you have your bag open, you take the item, you drag it off to an empty spot in the screen, but then it ends up selecting someone, which opens a trade tab. <laughs> I've done that. And they're like, what? Why are you trying to trade with me? Like, why, um, are you, why are you trying to give me a trash? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to go back over here. Like, what do I look like to you? <laughs> <laughs> you make me goblin kites, which I really appreciate. Blingtron Goblin Kites. That's that's awesome. You get that, cookies. I engineer. Yeah, you get cookies from me. Warlock cookies. <laughs> yeah, and summoning portals. In return, <laughs> I get Blingtron and uh, Glider Kites. Goblin Kites. Man, what if you made someone IRL cookies and you put a note, these will disappear after 15 minutes? Well, in my house, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no note required. <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> I guess it's my turn to side rail you this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so the issue is with goblin gliders. I'll forget because I have them keybound, but I forget because I use them so frequently. I forget what I keybound it to. And if I if I'm going to use one, like okay, I'm going to use this, and I'm pre-planning it, then I think about it and I kind of remember where my keybind is, or I've got it on my my hotbar and I just go click on it once I jump off. I kind of like the jump, and then as a goblin, I rocket jump. And then I glider. Sure. Yeah, get a little extra oomph yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, But if I jump and then go, whoa, I forget, and then I panic. Oh. And I forget where my goblin glider is, and I'm looking, I'm looking. You know, you get, like, precious moments to find where those are. <laughs> and if I can't find it, I'm dying. I'm, I'm down to my death. And I've done that a couple times. <laughs> Not lately, but I have done that a couple times. 
Right. Like one of the stories that uh, we got in from these awkward moments was someone was saying they jumped off a cliff with their finger ready to use the goblin kite, but they hit the wrong button and then fell into a crack in the rocks and they couldn't get out. I don't know if you've ever fallen in any of these things where it's like you just hit the wrong spot and there's nothing to climb out of. I get a little panicky when that happens. I'm yeah. not claustrophobic, and but I get panicky. And there's no space to mount up and you just can't climb out. You just can't jump. And my heart's on cool down. Right. All of them are on cool down. But they said their their group went on without them and they got kicked from the group. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. We had another story you shared with us about it. It's like a newbie assumption. And they figure that the higher level the mob, the more XP that they're going to get for killing it. Well, that's true. Yeah, but you can't go too high. You know, if you're level 20, you can't go take on like a level 50. It's going to one shot you. You're not. Yeah, you, you have right. No right. chance. You don't have the capability to take it on. They, they didn't factor that into the equation. And so they're going off and they're like, okay, I'm going to go into this area and I'm going to take on all these higher level mobs. That way I level faster. Except just their mere presence there. Because you know how WoW AI works. If they know that they can one-shot you, they're all... They, oh, they will come out of hiding. <laughs> but if they know that they can't and you can one-shot them... Then do, 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 I don't see you. Look, dandelions. Yeah, <laughs> completely different story. And so this person got in over their head, and just the mere fact that they would res was getting aggro pulled from everywhere. Kind of reminds me of what we did to Kung Fu Elvis, which was a buddy of ours that we brought in a while. You did the refer friend for them. Oh yeah, yeah. And then which we allowed us to toll Brad. <laughs> poured in the toll Brad <laughs> when he was 15. like, yeah, level fifteen. He's like, oh hey guys, I'm getting one shotted by a guy with a bow and arrow. Huh? <laughs> you res him. You're like, I'm back. Oh, you're dead. <laughs> And the, and the same story happened. They had to call a friend of theirs to clear everybody out so they could res and leave. <laughs> and we had to clear the whole area out so that poor Kung Fu Elvis could come back and get out of there. <laughs> but, man, did we laugh for that. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. We heard a lot of stories that were specific to different classes. Like being on a hunter and, and not realizing that your pet had growl on and tank can't keep you aggro. And then you wipe and everything's your fault and your pet's fault. Yeah, now, as a Super warlock, awkward. I have that same issue, which I didn't even realize that my pet had an aggro thing at a taunt. Normally, when that happens, the tank's like, who's, who's, who's got aggro on? Like, um, Hunter. Hunter, there's a Hunter in the group that got growl on. <laughs> and at that point in time, everybody goes, yeah, definitely the Hunter. Yeah, yeah. And Hunter's like, no, 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 it's not me. I didn't, I didn't have my pet out. What kind of Hunter are you? <laughs> Marksman? <laughs> hey, it's common enough to earn the name Huntard, so. This is true. Well, we get wartards, too. Wait, I'm not No, gonna... <laughs> no one's ever said that. No, you're right. Now, interestingly enough, we had a couple mages uh, report in, and they said that they have occasionally, you know, gone into a city, offered to teleport a group or a person to another location, which, you know, I've done that, too. And they go and they cast the, the portal for that person to click on. They're casting and they're casting and they're casting, and then poof, they're in Stormwind. <laughs> And they're like, what? Oh, I ported myself instead of casting it's the like a telephone. 10 second cast, too. It is. And yeah. now the person's like sitting there waiting. <laughs> like, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> I'll be right back, promise. <laughs> My the, bad. <laughs> or even worse than that, when someone wanted a, a teleport to Dollaran, or they went portal to Dollaran, and you accidentally did a teleport, 
And then because you're thinking old Dalaran, you cast the ancient teleport Dalaran, which sends you to the big hole in the ground. Luckily, you're a mage. You can cast slow fall if you if remember. If you think on your feet. <laughs> I remember people used to troll people because they would cast both. Like you'd see someone cast a portal somewhere. Like, you know, a lot of times you end up at the end of a dungeon or a raid and the NPCs will cast portals. Well, people got mages got really good at. My casting there is right on top. Right of on it. top of it. It would be old Dalaran and you go, or ancient Dalaran, I guess. So you go to click on the portal thinking you're going back to, you know, wherever you're supposed to go to. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Those days. <laughs> or he had a rogue who would jump off the warden's tower, forgetting they're not in subtlety spec anymore. And that's the one that you have no fall damage, no right? No fall damage. <laughs> yeah, that's one of your artifact traits. That'd be fun to go do. And then, you know, you forget. That was my biggest fear as soon as I got that. I'm like, this is fantastic. I can't wait until I try to do this on one of my other tunes. <laughs> <laughs> I told you that, too, because you were all bragging about it. I'm like, just wait till you're in Hunter. I know. I need <laughs> to forget. And it did. It's even more awkward at the Warden's Tower because that's PvP, so... Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> kill yourself. <That's> great. <laughs> Maybe you're fighting somebody and then you jump off thinking you're going to run away and instead you die, they get honor points for it. Or you're going to jump behind them and scare them and ambush them and kill them <laughs> and then you drop down and you die to like look at you like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an eight on the landing. You stuck it. <laughs> Good job. Freck, there's an awkward one that I think is, man, probably more people it's happened to than care to admit, and that is the elevator boss. Happened to you just the other day. I know. Run along. You jump. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Oh, never mind. <laughs> and then you have that awkward fall with the elevator that you know it's going to end you <laughs> splatting. And then so you can get res, you just let the elevator carry your corpse carry back, you back on up. <laughs> I'll be right there. Don't go anywhere, Root. Uh, just uh, res me when I get up there. <laughs> that was weird. And what was crazy is when I resed you that time, you res like right where I am. And since we're both goblins, you kind of superimposed yourself on me. And I didn't notice that your character and my character were occupying the same space. And in my mind, you had resed. And we're now falling at the same speed as the elevator because physics don't work in WoW the right way. No. <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to fall to your death. Oh, never mind. You're right here. It's cool. <laughs> How many male characters do you have? Just one. Is your bank? Oh, you know, I have two. I ha yeah, I have the bank character that I don't really play anymore. It's and then I have the I'm a mech. Oh, that's right. I'm a mech. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. <laughs> uh, and your, well, your bank character you make him wear a dress anyhow a lovely dress well, that, so. that's when there was some sort of graphics there with the dress where it make it look like it's showing a midriff it was right. the silk <laughs> gown which apparently they fixed oh, okay. so it's not well. quite the same but it was a little disturbing well we have a lot of people talking about you know playing is it cross-gender tunes i don't know what you would call it is guys playing girls girls playing guys and then people flirting with their tunes and a little bit of awkwardness having to come out after that. Like, hey, my character is a female. I'm a 45-year-old male. I don't know. The, it's a little awkward, but then again, that person's just making a lot of assumptions. They can't distinguish between a character and the person behind a character. Well, there was one story that someone sent in that they said they're on a boat, and they're playing a female character, and there's another guy who said, hey, dance for me. He said, the guy said, well, 
IRL, I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm not going to have my character dance. Well, I don't care. Dance. I'll pay you 500 gold. <laughs> <laughs> I would have danced in front of you. Know, like, slash dance. Let's slash go. Dance, six characters. <laughs> That's right. Trade on. Pay up 50% up front, buddy. <laughs> we did have uh, one girl say she feels awkward because she only plays female tunes, but is always mistaken for a man. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know. I don't know what the situation is of that, but I have noticed that people default to saying dude or man, even with someone who has female tunes. And I don't know that they actually think I'm a dude or just their assumption that if you're playing Warcraft, you're probably a male. Well, for me, dude is both. doesn't matter, guy or girl. No, there's there's certain ways that you can say dude to anyone and certain ways that you can that you wouldn't say dude to a female. All right, fair enough. Yeah. I don't ever assume, I just, I get, you know, I say that, but I have a horrible story about <laughs> a character on EverQuest named Marissa, who turned out to be Dean, my coworker. Now, luckily, there's nothing embarrassing. I didn't do anything, but I thought Marissa was Marissa for the longest time, like over probably close to two years. Oh, so your friend catfished you? Yeah. Is that what that's yeah, called? I think so. I don't know. <laughs> And then there was a slip up when uh, Dean was on one of his characters and he was talking to me from Marissa's standpoint. <laughs> and I was like, hey, wait, why would you know any of this? <laughs> and then he's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm Marissa, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. Let me rewrite the last two years of my life. Wasn't he like <laughs> harassing your, your friend's group or something, like pretending to be somebody else? And that was yeah. He had another character. He had one of the Ixgar characters, which is a like a lizard dude. And he was. <laughs> we found that out in um in, in when we all did a land party once, and we saw his character <laughs> screen. We're like, wait a minute, you're that guy. <laughs> but you know, there's sometimes that IRL that actually happens too. This true story. This happened to me, where a buddy of mine at work was really good friends with a guy named Jamie out of work. And I didn't know this was dating a girl named Jamie. So he was recounting all these stories to me about going to the movies with Jamie, hanging out with Jamie, doing this with Jamie. And I'm thinking the entire time it's Jamie from work. And I'm thinking, cool, you, you got to work, buddy. That's awesome. Doing all this stuff together. And then we're at lunch one day. And then, by the way, this guy, it, there's no other way to say it. He is probably the third biggest redneck I've ever met in my life. And we're at lunch. He looks at me and goes, hey, Jamie and I got engaged. And I looked at him like, let me process this a little here. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm happy for you. How does how does Jamie f feel about this? And I'm thinking like, okay, you know, I'm just I'm just dumbfounded, completely dumbfounded. And he goes, oh, she's really happy. And I went, she she? And he goes, yeah, she's really happy. I'm like, not Jamie. And I gave the guy's last name. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> and I like had to again like immediately rewrite the last you know six months of him saying I'm like, dude, for the last six months I thought you were talking about Jamie from work. He's like, oh my god, no. <laughs> and I was like, Shh. you know, he goes, you know what? I'm glad you were happy for me though. <laughs> I'm like, I'd be happy for you, whatever, man. It's good, but congratulations, all the same. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I, 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 I felt so bad that I actually bought lunch that day. <laughs> what do you do? Well, we did have someone write in and say it's really awkward um, when you go from Thunder Totem and you take the uh, the walkway, uh, the path that leads south, which is like an uphill incline. Okay. Very first time you do that, you see Marius coming out of one of the tents. Who's Marius? Marius is the star of the steamy romance novels. Oh, okay. So you're okay. like, he comes out and says a little line. You're like, you just kind of stop for a second and go like, wait a minute. Peek in the tent and you go, whoa, okay. <laughs> What's going All on? right then. What's going on in the tent? Well, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. And then it never happens again. Oh, just a one-time it's thing. It's just a one-time oh. thing per character. So oh. if you've been past that area already, you've already missed it. Because it was a Hordan Alliance, doesn't matter. You yeah, just, it doesn't matter. Oh, I'll go visit that place. Yeah. Huh. Now I'm curious. But by far, our most popular response all had something to do with Moonguard. Mm. I would say awkwardness is bred there. <laughs> <laughs> all I know is I tried to do some family RP and I just wasn't cutting it because I got kicked. You know, <laughs> I tried that once too. Yeah? Yeah. Someone they said there it was it was late night, nothing really going on. And I said, I'm gonna go try out this moon guard RP thing. And I'm walking around, I get down to a little south of Stormwind and Goldshire. Is it Goldshire? Yes. And I see someone saying they're looking for family RP and they're looking for a daddy. I'm like, well, I, I know that role. I'm a dad, I can do this. <laughs> So I join, and 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 I'm like, man, it's ten thirty, way past your kid's bedtime. Y'all need to go, and they kick me out. <laughs> so not the right type of daddy. Apparently not. Nope. I, I don't understand why it was ten thirty really late. They should be bad. Well, you're a good parent. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't do that well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it takes all kinds of moments to make up the experience we all have in the world of Warcraft. From good ones to stressful ones to fun ones and, well, even those awkward ones. But those experiences are what keep us playing this game we love. You know, we haven't played our Hearthcast AoE in a while, and that's open up again. Now that we're back in the new studio, we have the ability to bring people back into the show. It's a fun little game we play here. Everybody's a winner. You get something for playing. All you have to be is closer to the right answer. All the answers are numerical, and if you're closer to the right answer, uh, you get points. It takes about 20 minutes of your time, and we do it all via Skype or Discord or anything else. So if you're interested, just send us an email. That's podcast at hearthcast.com, and we will take care of the rest of the details. Speaking of games, Freck, you know there's a brand new game in Azeroth. Is it Bejeweled? It's better than Bejeweled. Is it Minesweeper? It's better than Minesweeper. Is it Solitaire? It's much better than Solitaire. Do you know why Solitaire was invented? Um, To keep some going insane? Nope. It has all the mouse functions. What? Click, yep. Click, double click, drag, drop. They're all there. Oh. Right click. All of them are there. 
when I taught basic computer science, uh, intro to computers, actually, that class was in college. I was teaching the class on a Saturday, and I was so happy that I had all the students playing solitaire because even at the freshman level, you have to go over how to play solitaire, like the rules of solitaire, not how to play it on the PC, but the rules of how solitaire is played. So I was really happy having my entire class of 24 people playing solitaire. Now, mind you, they're learning click, double click, drag, drop. They're learning all those mouse skills. President of the college walks by, looks at my classroom. I am like, oh, this is great. He's seeing all these guys. They're all doing the lesson. This is just awesome. He calls me out to the front of the classroom, which is outside in the hallway. And I go over there. I'm thinking, this is going to be great. He's going to give me a way to go. I'm going to get a pat on the back. I'm getting an attaboy. He looks at me. He goes, these students are not paying the kind of money they're paying to sit here and play games. I was like, uh, but just the click, the double click, the drag, the drop, it's automatic. I'm trying to explain it to him. He's like, oh, carry on. And like walks away. <laughs> but this game in Azeroth is much better than even that freckle face. Backgammon. Who plays backgammon anymore? Uh, I used to. Used to. Exactly. Thank you. Better than backgammon, which pretty much everything else is. The game Freckleface is called... Where is Cadgar? Where is he, Freck? He's everywhere and nowhere. <laughs> and all points in between. <laughs> yeah. See, the world of Warcraft has a problem that they're really using a good fix for. WoW is telling a dynamic story in a persistent world. And it gets kind of muddy. It leads to uh, one of your favorites, Freck, a broken timeline during leveling. We start off post-cataclysm. You go pre-cataclysm, you go to Northern, it's just... It's all crazy, yeah. It, timeline doesn't work. It doesn't work. You start talking to NPCs who currently are dead in the storyline. Look, I'm still collecting fragments to resurrect Illidan. <laughs> but there he but is. But he's talking to me. <laughs> uh, you end up seeing different versions of characters, like age-wise, like Nami. You can carry Nami around in your back pocket as a baby, and yet he's cooking for us. In two places at once. But we talked about that before. Oh, and Anduin. I think you can still, if you're a level 80, you go into Stormwind. He's a kid. Yeah, or yeah. I think it's a teenager at that point. Uh, like, he gives you a tour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And be like, yeah, but you're, you're fine. <laughs> or you're gone or something. I don't know. Yeah, you see NPCs in different parts of the world at the same time. And nobody epitomizes that more than... Our dear friend, Cadgar. So where is he? Well, you can find him at the entrance to the Nighthold. He's there giving you a quest, telling you what to go do in there. He's also at Deliverance Point, giving me a new quest every week. Yeah, and some really bad dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's still in Dalaran. You go talk to him there. And if you're like, if you're doing the alchemy quest line, sometimes you got to go, you know, at least one point in time, pull a hair from him. He's outside of Karazhan because I had to uh, get some quests from him to be able to open it up. But he's also inside of Karazhan because you have to turn stuff into him. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, we we ran lower Karazhan again specifically to get the quest done. And at the very last dungeon, I sat through him, you know, chatting with Medivh and all this stuff. And then at the end, he's like, he's like, oh, thanks again, champions. I was like, okay, I guess that's it. And I left. And I go, hey, did you turn in your quest to Cadgar here? I, I didn't know I was supposed to turn in my quest there. 
And I went back to him in Dalaran. You don't know who you are. No, he <laughs> won't let me turn that quest. I have to go to him in the end of Kara. Yeah, you got to run that What's again. What's up with that? Because I have one to turn into him, and I don't know which him I need to turn it into. <laughs> What's the problem? He's also in uh, old places that are kind of out of our storyline right now, but you'll find him in Orgrimmar, which always amazes me because he's not horde, but it's okay. Um, He's neutral. You find him in Shatraff. If you want to go back to Burning Crusade, he's there. Oh, it gives you the tour. Yeah. The long, boring tour. Well, no, no, that's the pink blob, but it's Khadgar's servant. And he yeah, starts with he, Khadgar. Yeah, he narrates it. Yes. Yeah. And, of course, if you head over to Northrend, he'll be in Dalaran there, which is not the right. same as the Dalaran here. Right. And let's not forget, no matter where he is, he will always pop up and talk to you if you're doing certain things. Oh, yeah. Like Welcome. the world quest. Yeah. How's that work? I don't know. But it's the same way with your followers. I was using Nezingwary for a long time. And his follower ability is that sometimes he'll show up and he'll do a bunch of damage, like a, a one-shot. And then claim the kill. damage. And he'll say, yeah, this one counts as my kill. Which means that not only is Nezingwary able to see where I am at any point in time and see what I'm doing, he's also able to teleport to where I am. Instantly. Instantly, at any point in time. And get the kill shot. Right. But how creepy is it that he's got some... Mojo. <laughs> got some way to spy on me everywhere? Yeah. So does Kag. They all do. They all do. They all do. No privacy. Yeah. Like my follower, who I have right now, uh, my bodyguard, like if I'm not around like Suramar, he's not interested, but yet I walk into Suramar anywhere in there and all, he pops up. It's like, wait, how do you know where I was? Yeah, if you go if you go back to like uh, Eastern Kingdom, yeah, he's not yeah, there. Yeah, gonna be there. Yeah. yeah, but then you show back up, and he's like, "Oh, hi!" And he, and he always flies up from behind, which is kind of creepy. Kind of yeah. creeped me out a little bit. But this raises, you know, a little bit of continuity issue with the game, which I know we just kind of overlook and we're poking fun at this. But you know, Blizzard could do something about it. Like, why not have a visage, or like a remnant, or a, like a like a you know, that translucent outline of Cadgar. So his full color version, if you will, is in one place. The rest of him is just a visage of him. So which one has him in solid form and which one has the visage? Well, the visage would be all the other ones and the solid or the real one of him would be the one where it is in the current Blizzard storyline. So right now he would be... Really in Deliverance Point. Yes. And everywhere else. Visage. Okay. You have to stick with what I call the Blizzard Point, like where they are in their storytelling, regardless of where we are in reading that story. I gotcha. You know, it could be tougher. They could phase him out, but then that would really just mess with everybody. Like, you kind of need him to be other places. You know, like if you're doing a quest and you have to go turn the quest into him in Dalaran and he's not there. That causes a problem, and that's a problem that they have right now with some NPCs that appear in different places and quest lines, and you're looking for them where they should be. Like you go to Wowhead and they go, this guy is here, and you go to that, he's not. And you're like, yeah, but if you're at that portion of the quest line, he's over here. You're like, oh, you moved. Okay, and you have to go over there, and now he can turn in the quest. And that, that whole thing gets broken sometimes because you can be on multiple parts of the quest at the same time. So the phasing for a character doesn't work really well. I feel like they've gotten a little bit better about it, though. 
There hasn't been too many issues. Like we've had some major characters that have been moving constantly, like Darissa. When she was in Shalaran and I'm trying to turn a quest into her, she's standing right in front of me. There she is. She does not have a quest turn in. I can't do it. If I talk to her, she just gives me the generic talk. That's weird because I hadn't come across that one. But when I went over to right before the invasion of Suramar, when she was standing oh, over there, there. Yeah. I could turn the quest into her. Okay. So that was a little bit of an issue there. So there's still, yeah, it's not yeah, perfect. I think it's more of like your mileage may vary because I felt like I've had less issues with that this expansion than I have in previous ones. Now, in Shatrath, we actually talked to a servant of Kedgar. Yeah, okay. So what if we had that again? Oh, so there's one Kadgar, and wherever he leaves, he just leaves a servant. Yeah. Or a floating book. Weren't there, like, floating books in Dalaran, like, back in the library and stuff? Or am I confusing that with Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I could be. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> no, Sorcerers anywhere, anywhere there's mages around, there's usually floating books. So, yeah, uh, yes, I have so. a floating book as a pet. Right, so maybe you could leave, like, a little floating book. Or, like you said, yeah. the, the pink blob, the, the servant of Kadgar could just right. be there, be like, I'm here to help you. Don't take me on a tour. Just yeah. let me turn in the quest. Or even just let us turn in all the quests related to Cadgar remotely. You know, why have to go back to Dalaran? If oh, just at the pop-up? Yeah. yeah that's a great idea. Yeah, if he's going to be talking to us that way anyways to give us the quest. I mean, that's better than what I was going to suggest, which would be let us turn him in, into any version of Cadgar anywhere. I like your version better. It's, a, I think, a lot easier to implement. Just give us a pop-up and let us turn it in. Yeah, Not like complete, he's... Yeah, because yeah, you already said it. He follows us around. Right. So if he knows where we are and can talk to us and tell us to go dig through piles of, we'll call it mud, and look for <laughs> coins, then why can't we, you know, why can't he know that we're done with a quest and allow us to go, oh, you finished doing Because that's what he does with the world quest. We find all of his coins and somehow he gets them. Yeah, without having to take it to him. Yeah. He just gets them. Because yeah. it's mage and teleporting yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I think yeah, you're on point with that one, I think, Freck. Give us a pop-up to turn it down. <laughs> so while this problem of uh, a dynamic story in a persistent world isn't going to go away anytime soon, there might be some ways they can fix it, like we've talked about. And I think you hit it on the head there, Freck. Just automatic turn-ins would be the way to go. Freck, as promised... I have been playing Hearthstone daily. I posted pictures to my Twitter. Not as many as I thought I was going to post because I haven't. Well, I mean, I've won a lot. Won more than I've ever won before. I'll tell you that. That's good. I can think that goes hand in hand yeah. with playing is more than yeah. I've ever played before. <laughs> I'm not giving up if I have a couple losses. And I have a little progress report like I told you I was going to give you and I th and I am going to pick your brain a little bit on uh, on some stuff at the end of this. There you go. I'm forewarning right. you on okay. this one. Now, admittedly, this started off as a chore. I had it on my daily, still on my task list, actually. I probably take it off now, but it's like Play Hearthstone was on it. And I have it on my to-do list and I would check it off to make sure I did it. And at first I was like, I, I have to play Hearthstone. I would get up, I'd walk away from the desk, I'd sit down, I'd play Hearthstone. Now, I've gotten to a point where I enjoy it. I look forward to those moments like, hey, I can grab a little 10-minute break here, go play a game of Hearthstone. I kind of like this. This is nice. Don't recommend it uh, when you're driving. It's not not the best. Don't, don't do it. No, don't just, do that. Just don't. Get pulled over. Were you texting and driving? No, let's play Hearthstone. No, don't do it. 
there are some problems that I have with the game, Frank, but I'm going to share with you what I'm doing, and you can tell me if I'm doing this the right or wrong way. Okay. Now, starting with, um, there's some quests where it will say, like, win a certain amount of games with a particular class. Like, sometimes it's five that I see a lot. Now, if I can, I just dismiss those. I, I hate those, really, because I don't, I don't have a deck with that class. I haven't even looked at a deck with that class. But sometimes I go, all right, let me tackle this. Especially if I can bundle it with another quest. Like if it says play 50 Murlocs, which I had this one. I had like, uh, I was Warrior and Murloc. Win five games with the Warrior and uh, play 50 Murloc cards. So I made a Warrior Murloc deck. Uh, with the express intent to play a lot of Murlocs. Are there a lot of Murlocs in, for a Warrior? I didn't think there was. Um, probably. I was using neutral ones. Yeah. 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 Didn't know there were specific ones. Well, there there are class-specific Morlock cards. There are a lot more in uh, Paladin and Shaman. Hmm. There might be a couple for Warrior. There, I guess I was choosing what you said, neutral cards? Yeah. All right, so I was doing that. And basically, when I, when I build this deck, I build it with such a way that I'm doing two things. I'm either neutralizing the opponent's ability to injure me and injure my hero, or I am giving myself ways to heal my hero, which the warrior has like a, a couple cards that return health to something, which is the hero I choose to do that on. And then I look for the Murloc cards that allow me to play more Murlocs or discover Murlocs or have a lot of taunts and all that kind of stuff. So I build a deck just for completing those quests. Win, lose, or draw at that point in time, eventually I'm going to get 5-1 and, and the amount of time it takes me to play 50 Murloc cards. Not necessarily. It, it does me. <laughs> <laughs> I've had some days where it takes me a lot of games to get five wins. I have every day. It takes me a lot of games to get five <laughs> wins. Uh, there's another one. Like I said, it's the play X number of class cards. I will build a deck that is based on hero survivability. As much protection as I can give my hero, as much hero power that can, or, or health rather, that can return to that hero. Those are the cards I look for, and I just try to keep that game going as long as possible, so I can play more cards. I get a lot of low, low, low number cards, so I can like build up a bunch of minions on the on the board. Okay, and then constantly try to heal right. myself and keep right. that prolong that game. Well, that's not going to be viable with every class necessarily. And what you want to remember with that is playing a certain number of class cards, it doesn't really matter how many games you play. If you play 10 five-minute games and get the quest done, or if you play one 30-minute game and get the quest done, it doesn't really matter. So if you're building a deck and you want to get as many class cards as possible, it's more important, I think, to synergize the cards themselves than to only worry about lasting. Hmm. I haven't tried it the other way because I really hate that little spinning thing when it's playing like the old-fashioned radio song and you end up on Worthy Opponent. I, I just don't like that whole thing. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. No, don't do it. No, 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 no. So you dislike the animation that is played before a new game, so you're trying to play as few games as possible? For that, yes. Don't, don't judge. <laughs> no, it's just funny because I, I disliked Hearthstone. At the beginning, because of how much the screen shook yes. at the end of a game. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. But eventually, you'll just kind of mute that out. Okay. 
right. Well, right now, right now, I don't even notice anymore. Irks me. I get it, honestly. Like it sounds kind of funny, but I get it. Now, one thing that's bothering me right now is I don't have at all a complete class deck. Like the closest I have, I think, is twenty out of thirty. What do you mean, incomplete class deck? Like you don't have all the cards available for that class? Yes. Like we can go to like the deck builder. Okay. And, and I was like, well, you don't have other cards. We need to fill these in for you. Go go find a, a substitute. Okay. And I'm like, eh. Okay, so you can't. You're saying you can't do any of the recipes outright. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know that I was saying, but that's what I'm saying. I just thought I didn't have a complete deck. Is what I'm looking. That's how I see it. Well, the deck recipes are just suggestions. Yeah. Okay. Your deck is what you make. Well, I mean, when I'm going through, like, when you're looking through the the deck sheets, and they're the ones that are grayed out, because I don't have that card. I can go. I can craft it maybe because if I have enough crafting materials to craft it, but I don't have that card. Okay. Yeah. I I wouldn't worry too much about that because those are based on standard recipe, which means they're putting in a lot of cards from Ungoro, which is still eh, fairly new. And even I don't have. If I were to go and make a a deck based off a deck recipe, anything I picked, I'd have to pick substitutes. Interesting. I don't, I don't have every single card. All right, I did not. I thought, okay, well, I'm in the dark here because I thought you had to have a complete, like, warrior deck and a complete mage deck. And no, all I mean, so the ones that are built in the game are suggestions. You can go online and see what other people have built. And a lot of the ones that are built by professional ones, they will actually have um description on how to play the deck and what you need to focus on and what cards are most important. And sometimes a person will even write out suggestions saying, if you don't have this card, you can swap it out for this. Hmm. Or if you can find something that does something similar, like if you're missing uh, a minion that costs three, a lot of times swapping out with a similar minion that costs about the same, give you about the same deck. Okay, that that sheds a whole lot of light on it for me. Because what I thought I was seeing was Blizzard saying, this is the deck you should have, you don't have, this is the basic deck for a warrior, or the basic deck for a shaman, or whatever whatever class. You don't have 30 of 30 cards. You're missing these cards. These are the cards you need. Now, we're substituting with other cards that you have, and I wasn't even thinking about it being other cards that I wasn't using until just now. Because what I've been doing is going in and crafting, and I'm only crafting the ones that kind of look interesting to me right now. Like, okay, sure. I, I know how to play that. That fits okay. into how I play. I've been using Google Opinion Rewards to buy packs with in hopes that I get cards for my class or maybe duplicates of ones that I can dust or, you know, to get, get raw materials to craft more stuff with. So one thing I would suggest is uh, particularly Icy Veins. And some people will give me static about using Icy Veins. I've, a lot of stuff that I built off that site has worked really well. But when you go and look at their list, they put the amount of dust that it costs. Um, so, you can, so you can tell which ones are more expensive in that. You can tell which ones are more expensive, which means they'll have more legendaries and rares and things like that. Sometimes they will specifically put up a deck list that says budget. Hmm, okay. And that's going to be filled with basically cheap cards. I like this. So it's a good starting point. I'll check them out. Um, you mentioned 
a while back that there's a way in Amazon to buy or get card packs. I tweeted this out. I don't know how it works for every single person. I think your mileage might vary on this, but I am an Amazon Prime customer. When I go to buy something, I have you know the guaranteed two-day shipping if it's an Amazon Prime item. But however, there is another shipping speed called no rush shipping. And instead of it being guaranteed to get there within two business days, it'll typically get to you in about a week. If you pick that option, there will usually be some sort of incentive. Sometimes the incentive is $5 off your next Prime Pantry purchase, $5 off your next uh, Prime Now purchase, or sometimes it's a dollar off your digital purchases. So what I did was over the course of several months, whenever I had to buy something that I wasn't in a rush for, I would pick that no rush shipping. And I made a little note of it separately because there's nowhere to tell in Amazon how much, how many points you have for it. You kind of have to keep track of it yourself. Okay. But when you go to make a digital purchase, it automatically applies that balance to it. Oh, so you just waited till you had enough digital dollars built up to offset the pack or the cost of the pack. Well, what you're actually buying on Amazon is Battle.net gift cards. Oh. So I think I saved up about, I don't know, like $13. Wow. Okay. And then I was able to buy a $20 Battle.net gift card for, for $7. $7. Yeah. Okay. And then you go to apply that to your account, and then you can buy the packs of that. All right. It's a little steppy, but I see what you're doing. It is a little it's, bit. And like, I like it. And like I said, it was, it was over the course of several months. It's not an immediate thing. But is but you're basically getting rewarded for being patient because you know, not everything that you order you're going to need right away. No, you, you know, don't. If you, you... if you catch it like, oh, I'm running low on this, I'm going to go ahead and order it. Now, we use that for um, our dog food. But we have our dog food on uh, the recurring. But we have recurring no rush, so we get the credit. But since Orlando is in the Amazon distribution center, we get it the same day. Hey, anyhow. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we it, it just show. I mean, we it always shows up before we need it anyhow. But we're you know we have I don't know how much credit I got to go look to see how much credit we got built up. I didn't tell you. It doesn't. No. Dang. And I've I've used that credit to also buy Kindle books, and it doesn't even show you the discount until after your purchase goes through. No. Hmm. Well, so, I'll go try to buy a card and see what it does. Yeah, I just, I have a note and that every time I get one of these emails that says, hey, you've gotten, you got to have a credit, I go and I just update the note. Mm. Yeah, I hear you. So back to Hearthstone here, Meta, understanding the Meta. I hear people say that all the time and I, I right now, I don't need a definition right now. Don't know what it is. I know what, what it means. I know like people, I know what, Meta means the how the current people are playing the game more successfully than others. Okay. I get it. I don't know what it is. I don't care what it is. Because, uh, and I'll talk about it a little more. And I think, I think me not knowing is ad- advantageous to myself right now. Adventures. Uh, don't know what they are. I'm not doing them. <laughs> um. Why'd you laugh? <laughs> <laughs> this scares me now. Okay, expansions come in two different forms. They either come where you buy packs or you buy an adventure. 
So one of the expansions that came out recently was um, Karazhan. Yeah, I remember that. One Night in Karazhan. One Night in Karazhan. Yeah. So instead of buying a bunch of Karazhan packs, you just spent, I think, $25. And it was a solo mode where you just defeated the bosses. And when you defeated the bosses, you got the card. Oh, okay. So once you went through the adventure, once you had all the cards in that expansion. Oh. Hmm. I honestly don't see them doing that too much anymore, simply because, let's face it, there is no cap to how much money some people will spend on cards. No, we've had several stories we've talked about people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on Hearthstone cards. Sure. And like, you know, even the people we talked to, you know, we know people who had all of the Angora cards within two days, Yeah, which meant they dropped some bucks on there. Now they release an adventure. Now the most everyone's going to spend is $25. Uh, the arena. Uh, I paid some gold, 150 gold, I think. And I, I did an arena match. What'd you think? It was all right. I didn't realize how long I was going to be in there. I had done it before. Uh, but I, don't, I guess I don't remember exactly. I think I might have like either quit or walked away or done something. Because I don't remember taking it so long. Because you have to have three losses, and then you're out. And I, I'd won like seven games before I had my three losses. Really? Yeah. That's but, that's the most I've ever gotten in an arena run is seven. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not patting myself on the back uh, because I had what I call, and I'll talk about it here in a minute, but I, it, not knowing the meta, I'm promising you, is, is to my advantage. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I had built, a, I believe, a pally deck on that one. Uh, but it's something when I when I have enough gold because I got a cool resources at the end. I got some gold. I got a card, I think, and uh, some dust. And I was like, oh, that's I can go craft some more cards now. And that was kind of cool. Well, let me back up a little bit. So, did you get seven wins, or you played seven games? No, seven wins. Oh, seven okay. wins, three losses, a total of ten games. Wow. Yeah, that good. Yeah. Oh, well, I will I will share my secret here shortly. Okay. So I will tell you what I'm really enjoying about the game. Number one, I'm enjoying actually playing the game. I know that sounds weird, but I am enjoying playing the game. I'm not a card guy. I don't like card games. No, you don't. Trying to get you to play Uno, trying to get you to play Go Fish, trying to get you to play Egyptian Hand Slap. You just slap me. <laughs> Kemp's. I like Kemp's. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I have to ask. We'll have to play one time. My kids play. It's a, it's a weird game. So here's the thing. When I was growing up, my mom was like Rain Man. She was a card counter. And I didn't know this growing up until I was more of an adult and realized that my mom could count cards. And she had no mercy. It didn't matter if we were playing Crazy Eights or what we were playing. It was no mercy. She was counting cards. I would, you know, try to play poker with my mom. Lose all the time. Try to play blackjack. Lose all the time. It just didn't matter. She knew. She knew exactly what I had in my hand. Played spades a lot with my parents growing up. I hated card night because I would never, I didn't have a chance. So let's carry on. Scarred, Frank, I'm scarred. <laughs> my wife actually came by and saw what was on the computer screen. And she's like, you're playing a card game? I mean, she was astounded that I was playing a card game. Oh. Now, I play my way. I don't know the meta. Told you that. There is a uh, fighting style, martial arts, 
called like drunken monk or something like that, where you're very limber, you're very loose, you're not doing what would be considered sharp or fluid movements. You're just kind of all over the place. And when you're fighting against a seasoned professional, they don't know what to do because you are not fighting in the style that they're used to fighting. Years ago, there was a fantastic street fighter named Kimbo Slice. He made his way into the MMA, and he was, like, destroying people left and right. Came up to one of his fights. The guy he was going to go up against, actually, it was another guy, Seth Rowland, or Seth something or other. Forget the guy's name. He actually trains here in Orlando. The guy that Seth was going to fight backed out of last minute. Kimbo Slice comes in and says, I'll fight him. I'll fight anybody. Well, he had no idea. He didn't train for Seth Petrozelli. And Seth Petrozelli destroyed him in like no time. That's my approach to Hearthstone. I don't know what I'm doing. I get in there and I read cards and go, oh, that looks kind of cool. I build decks based on the day of the week. I got decks in there say Sunday, Monday, because that's the day that I build them. <laughs> and I'll get in there and I'll, I'll play. If it doesn't work, I'll delete the deck and I'll go on. I'll, I'll try it again. And I'm, I look in there and go, what do I want to do? A lot of times it's based, like I said, on the quest. What quest do I have? Okay, I need to do this. I'll build a deck based on that quest. And I'll get in there and I'll start playing. My Paladin deck that I have that I really like, it's called, I, it's named, it's a really cool name, Custom Paladin. Ooh, yeah, very creative. That's what I call it. Yeah. And it's based, it has three things that it, that, that it does. The first one, obviously, is my hero survivability. So I have a lot of you know healings that are in there. Actually, I guess it's got four. It's a hero survivability. I try to buff two cards. So I always have two that I can try to go because I always know that as soon as I start buffing one, they're going to do something to it. So I want to back up. And the third, which is a smaller one, is a neutralization. So if they're trying to buff something up, I can take care of it with one or two cards only. I have very few high-end cards in that. Most of that thing is early. So by usually turn seven, I'm done with the game. I've only been to turn 10. I'm either done like I'm going to win or I'm done because I know I'm going to lose and I just, I just forfeit because there ain't no way I'm going to win. I know by that point in time. I think, I think I actually told you that, like, hey, I know by about turn five how this game is going to go with that particular deck. But because I'm not playing the meta, people have no idea what I've got in my hand. Everybody's playing the meta, at least I believe everybody's playing the meta. So they're like, okay, right now everybody should be playing with these particular cards if they have that particular hero. You're playing a paladin, I expect to see XYZ. They're getting ABC from me and they don't know what to do. I'm going to play you with my paladin deck, Freck. Okay. Yeah. We can do that. I'll destroy you with custom paladin. <laughs> <laughs> By turn five, I'll know. All right. So you, <laughs> you'll probably destroy me. No, though. It's funny, though. So that's what I'm doing there now. Here's where I need your help. There's still some things right. that I don't understand that I kind of need to find. Okay. What are the different play modes? Like there, I've, heard, I've heard standard, I've heard wild. Might, and play mode's probably not the right definition here. I've heard standard, wild, classic, solo, brawl. I don't know what any of these things mean. Okay, standard, wild, and classic refer to different collection types. Standard cards are cards that have been released within the past two years. So that usually includes three expansions at a time. Okay. And that means that if I play, now we talked to this about this last week. If I choose standard, I'm only playing people who are using standard. Yes. So we are using the same, we have the same bank of available cards to us. Right, right. Okay. Yeah. So limited card amounts. Wild cards can be cards that came out at any point in time during Hearthstone. 
So from day one. Yeah. So if you play wild, you're playing with with all of the cards that are available in wild. The entire pool. Entire collection. Gotcha. They have classic cards. Those are considered the base cards. And those will always be available in standard. All right. Now, classic apparently is what I thought the deck was telling me to build when I went to deck builder. I thought it was telling me to build a classic deck and I didn't have that. So, okay. That makes a little more sense to me. Yeah, that's not a separate mode. It's just it's just like a, a basic it's basically a deck based off the classic cards for that class. All right. So standard wild and classic standarders last three years or so. Wild is all the cards ever. Right. And then classic, how many is there a time or is that do is that to get defined all the time? Basically standard encompasses classic. Okay. Classic are cards that will always be able to be used in standard. Whereas for example, we just have Angora that came out. In two years, the Angoro cards will no longer be able to be played in standard mode. They will be relegated to wild mode. Okay. But classic cards will always be available in standard. All right. Now, a classic card, does that get like earmarked by Blizzard like this is a classic? Or is it just like a staple that's always going to be there? Well, when you right-click on a card, it says what collection it's from. Okay. So it'll say classic or Angoro or Mean Streets or Whispers of the Old Gods. So does Blizzard make new classic cards? No. Okay, so like, okay. They have changed them. Yeah, they can back and change. I understand that. The little and, nerf or buff. And the big thing for before uh, the new year started with uh, the release was that they moved about six cards from classic to wild. Oh, okay. That's interesting. So now they're like, okay, these aren't really... As in like core anymore. They don't really core because they were a little bit too powerful to the point where they were getting overused. They want staples to be able to use as classic cards, but they don't want something that's used so much that other new cards are never going to be used. Mm, okay, yeah. Like, why would I ever use this card when I've got the angry chicken to do it? Sure. I don't like that card, by the way. <laughs> I don't either. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Solo Adventure Brawl. Solo Adventure is going to be, like we talked about, uh, going through Karazhan. Okay. That is a solo adventure. Is that available for every expansion? Is it, but no, there no, isn't. Okay, only sometimes some of them. It, Yeah. If you don't buy the cards and you have to do the adventure, you pay 25 bucks, you do the solo adventure. Right. You get the cards by completing the adventure. And they've already retired like Black Rock Mountain and Curse of Naxxramas. So I can't go do those? You can't go do them unless you've already bought them. So if you want those cards, you can craft them. Okay. That's about it. All right, so Brawl. I hear people talking about Brawl. Brawl is a special mode. It's available from Wednesday, about 12 Eastern, until early Monday morning. Okay. It's only part of the week. All right, so like almost a week. And there's then... there's different rules every time. Oh. Sometimes you build a deck based on your own cards. Sometimes it's a pre-made deck. So they just hand you a deck and go, go play? Yeah, sometimes you just go. Sometimes you pick a class and then go. Sometimes it says like, hey, build a deck based on these very vague rules. And a lot of times I just go on Reddit to see what the rules are before I make my deck because okay. it's really not clear. Was that when... There was a, it was like a mode we played one time when the boss 
or some big card kept switching sides. That was a brawl. That yeah. was a brawl. That okay. Was, that was different in that that was a cooperative brawl. Right, so that's going to be like an icon on the front of the screen. Like when you go to play, it will say brawl. Right. If you were to log in on one of the off days, it's grayed out. Yeah. I thought that just because I, would, I wouldn't, didn't meet the requirements for it. No, because it's not active. I was feeling bad. I'm like, oh, I can't believe Oh, that. no, no, no. <laughs> and it's actually a really good way to learn. Particularly for the ones where you don't have to build a deck, mm. you get to play the cards that you might not have oh, yeah, and see cool. how they work. That's cool. Do you, do you get to keep the cards afterwards? No. Darn. Yeah. And even if you do build cards, it's sometimes they make you think about your collection in a different way. Mm. Like they did a brawl where you picked three cards and your deck was just 10 copies of those three cards. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I would totally like pick like healing cards and just totally heal myself the entire time. Or yeah, and then and then you try it and you go like, wow, it really doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> or pyroblast and just do. Yeah, be over. In it's a good turns. way to learn how the cards work. Yeah, it's just that's interesting. interesting. Yeah, yeah. That, I, that would be so. That kind of throws a whole lot of mix into it, where the meta again wouldn't matter in a in a brawl because you're playing with a totally different set of rules. And cards sometimes. Are there any cards that are very like specific to just the uh, a brawl? Like you never see them anywhere else? Yes. Huh. That might bother me. <laughs> like, like I really want to, I like that card. I want that <laughs> card over here. Well, can I craft it? No, it's just for brawl. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's one brawl where it's, it's Nefarian versus, I think, Ragnaros. All their basic cards are stuff that doesn't actually exist in the game. Oh, interesting. Huh. All right, so another thing I don't understand are is now with Angoro, we have adaptations, mutations, what are they? All right, that's a new mechanic. Are you familiar with the discover mechanic? Yeah, I use that one with my murlocs. Okay, so you pop up, you have a choice of three. Yes. But usually the pool of what you might choose from is larger than that, so it's kind of random which three you'll get to pick out of. Yeah, one time I got two of the same cards. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. So adapt is just adding an effect to your minion. Oh, okay. And there's lots of different ones. There's a divine shield, poisonous, plus attack, plus health, taunt, stealth. Okay. So just you get a choice of what to put on that card. You get a choice uh, of three. And, okay. And it could be like, you know, I'm I'm at the, the end of this game, but if I get a taunt, maybe I can stall one more turn. And you play that something with adapt hoping that you get a taunt and you don't does it ever adapt like every at the end of every turn like choose a new adaptation i don't think so there there are some that are conditional like if this is on the board then you adapt or you adapt multiple times if your hero takes damage adapt I'm just just something yeah, like that, yeah. yeah. Okay. A, a conditional like that. I don't know offhand what what all there is. If then statement, got it. Yes. All right. Okay. That was that was you know a little surprise question there. So but that was new. So yeah, we all had to kind of get used to that. I like it. I like it. And then today, Freck, obviously uh, Blizzard listened to us. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And immediately made a change, and immediately, immediately. Uh, had a press release. And said, "This Hearthcast show." Had a good point. They had a good point. Let's stop everything we're doing and make <laughs> this happen. It. <laughs> now, I want a press release by noon. <laughs> no, but I'm super excited they came out and said that we'll be able to complete our quest of friends. Not all of them, but most of them. 
Most of them. The ones that you get as a daily thing, yeah. I mean, the ones that they listed as an exception, play the innkeeper. You're really not going to have a quest to play the innkeeper unless, you know, like you came uh, across when you hadn't played in a few months. And you had to beat the innkeeper to kind of unlock your account again. Or like watch a match. Or you spectate. Yeah, yeah. You, you, two people can't. Well, I guess they could, but it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make yeah. any sense. But as, far, but as far as you getting those quests where you have to get some warrior wins, hey, now I'll be able to help you out. Yeah, I like this. No, I'm not asking you to throw a game because I want to learn. We talked about that last time. Sure. You know, so yeah. I know a lot of people have said that we're now great people are going to start throwing games. I don't think so. I don't even think it matters. It doesn't count for anything. Yeah, I don't think it will. So I think it's it'd be good. just getting some gold. And uh, deck importing, Freck. That's exciting. It's going to be very interesting to see that come out. Because, now, I mean, people do it now anyhow, but they do it meticulously. So they're looking at it card by card, going through and building that. And they could spend 20, 30 minutes building the deck to get it exactly or as close to exactly what they want. And what Blizzard is saying now is, no, we're going to give you a string. You implement that little string that they give you. It puts all those cards in there, and if you don't have that card, you can, uh, based on recommendations, fill in those cards. What I like about it is I do make some decks specifically for a quest. Me too. So I'll get someone that's something that's played Taunt Minions or Death yeah. Rattle Minions, and yeah, yeah. I'll just make something oh, a bunch of those. I haven't gotten those quests yet. Oh, yeah, you will eventually. Play 19 Taunts. So then I'll make a deck for that, get the quest done quickly, and then delete the deck. And then I might get the same quest again a few days later. Now what you're going to do is export your deck list. Yes. That little string. You just keep that in there. And be able a, to import that put when it in I Google need Keep. It. Yeah. And man, you know what I can see that's going to happen now? What's going to happen? There's going to be a site that's going to have the quest listed, and it's going to have the deck key. And you're like, here's your daily quest. Here's your key to import. Well, it's different for every person every day. Oh. Your, well, your quests are random. Still, though, there's going to be, you just go to this website yeah. and uh, here's, okay, import yeah, this. Here's the, yeah, here's the key. Right. Here's the key. Here's, ah, I don't know if I like that now that I think It'll about that. It'll be fine. That. Okay. Don't worry about it. You don't think it trivializes quests too much? Uh, no. I guess the matter is they're still playing the game. Yeah, I mean, quests are there to get out of it what you want. If you decide to rush through them, then you're losing out on having some fun. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, I will continue, Freck, uh, playing Hearthstone. I rather enjoy it. I know I've gotten some comments on Facebook and Twitter and some email about me playing Hearthstone finally. Uh, but I'm really enjoying it. It's a lot of fun. I'm at the point now where I can recommend it to people. Feel a little confident about that. Even letting them know what their hurdles are to get over. We talked about those and how I'm overcoming those hurdles. And uh, I think it's a good thing. You need to get your wife to play next. That is a challenge. Um, it might be possible. We talked about it before. Yeah, but it is free to play, and she just got a new tablet, right? Yeah, I could just install it on her tablet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about doing that anyhow and then challenging, like, <laughs> myself <laughs> just to practice. Is that Do people do that? Uh, it's not much of a challenge. Well, well, situational awareness, I guess. I don't know. You have more of a challenge playing the innkeeper if you just want to practice. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll install that on her uh, tablet tonight. I was going to do that like the other day, and I just for some reason didn't yet. It's free to play, but I mean, I, I'm. She didn't. What kind of cards you get when you first start off? I've never, you know. I don't know. You get the mage deck. Uh, you have to unlock them. Yeah, you start you with mage. And you got to fight them all. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot. I'll tell you what. 
the next fireside gathering we have, I'll bring the tablet. <laughs> you can play them all. <laughs> no, no, no. She needs to go through that. Okay, she you won't. can't just skip all that. All right. Well, you know, if she's not hooked by it, then she's not going to want to play. That's if true. she's just thrown into the middle of it. Yeah, that's very true. Very, very true. All right, well, I'll let you guys know uh, more progress as the weeks go on. Probably not an in-depth report like this next week, but I'll give you a little bit of a report, and I'll let you know how I'm enjoying Hearthstone. Well, Frank, that's about going to do it for episode number 351 of Hearthcast. Want to give a big shout-out to everybody who helped us with their most awkward moments. That was a lot of fun, and uh, uh, quite honestly, there was a lot of those we could could not share with everybody. Yeah, we got to keep our um, our made up clean rating. Yeah, we only have one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those beep macros <laughs> of all fruits bleeping macro right. guy. <laughs> Was that the one, the macro guy? Yeah. That's, yeah. For some reason, that one got the explicit tag, and I cannot get it removed. <laughs> we want to thank all of our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, number three hundred and fifty-one. We want to thank you for listening. We love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archive, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Crypt Network. 